I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters. And it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's 1-844-300-LEAF. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Inspiration from Spirit show with your host, Reverend Lee Chapin. The focus and goal for this show is to assist humanity in the awakening of a new level of consciousness that will bring peace to planet Earth. Welcome, I'm Lee Chapin. Thank you for being with us today for all the new viewers. I want to thank you for joining us if this is your first time. For all those who've been faithfully following Goldilocks Productions and my show, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in again today. We have a special guest all the way from Denmark. I have Rachel Goodwin. I can't remember when I connected with her, but she is an amazing, amazing soul. She is Divine Channel, the channel's the Ascended Master Sarah, and I am so excited to have her with us today. And she um, she has a lot to share, and I, I'm really, really excited. Lots of questions for you, Rachel. So welcome to Inspiration from Spirit. 
Thank you. And, you know, thank you for inviting me. It's so lovely to see you again. I think it was last year, I think we connected and I interviewed you on my podcast. I know. I can't believe it. That's what I was thinking. I think it was like about a year ago. It was like amazing. Time goes by. And it does. Wonder- it does. It's hard to it's hard to sort of remember because the last year time has gone in a different way. So we're all a little bit like we're not quite sure. Was it a year? Was it two years? Because the last yeah. year has been really out of time, hasn't it? I know. It's like it's like everything is just sort of expanded, and we're we don't. It's like we don't even really have time. Everything just sort of expanded outside of itself. It's like everything. I don't know. That's how it feels like. I can't remember. Like, I don't even know what today's date is. I think it's the 26th. I'm like, I was going to say, what day is it? But I know it's Monday, but whatever day it is. So we are delighted you're here. Tell us a little bit about your background, because I really, really want people to know a a bit about you and about your background and how you started channeling Ascended Master Sarah. Okay. And who is Ascended Master Sarah? Yeah, exactly. So I just want to say that today is a full moon. So we're in we're in like good energies right now, Lee. It's like it's all happening around us. And um, but yes, me. So I'm from the UK, um, which you might be able to tell from my accent, but I've married a Danish guy and now I live in Denmark. Um, but going back years and years and years ago, I was born in Deal in Kent, which is in um, on the southeast coast of Britain and you can see France from the town where I was born you could stand on the beach and on a good day you could see Calais over in France so I feel very connected to France and that's one of the things I'm going to be bringing up tonight talking about France it's it's come up to be talked about in connection with Sarah I had a very normal childhood I um trained as a psychiatric nurse um in my 20s I did that for seven years and then my mum died actually when um, I graduated and that was such a huge shock for me. It was such a huge shock. I mean, she did have cancer. She shouldn't have died. She was misdiagnosed. Um, So there was a lot of tragedy and trauma around it for us because she was very young Um, and I was only 26 when she died. And it kind of like, it was such an initiation for me. It blew my energy apart. And I could totally like feel her spirit around. Mm -hmm. And up until that point, I had completely denied spirit. I was brought up to be very rationalistic, very atheist, not to believe in anything. And I thought people who spoke to spirit were crazy old ladies. (laughs) One of which I have now become... (laughs) One of those old ladies reading tea leaves or something, you know? Yeah. 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 So so that's where that's where my that's where my journey started, really. And I I, I started off with healing because it just came so naturally to me. And then and then the journey just just never stopped. And here we are, sort of, I don't know, twenty-four, twenty-five years later. But but somewhere along the line, Sarah showed up and she wasn't someone that I particularly believed in. I certainly wasn't looking to have a relationship with mm-hmm. her. I was working with, um, I'd been to Hawaii. I'd been to the big island of Hawaii and connected with the beautiful energies there and made a deep connection with Pele, the Hawaiian goddess of the lava flow, who was busy working with me and, you know, getting me to transform 
so many layers and so many past lives. I was very busy. And I ran I ran a series of classes connecting with different power places because I found somewhere along my spiritual journey that I could just connect with earth energies and I could read the energies of landscapes and, oh, there's a vortex there. You know, I don't know how I know, but it's there it is. I can sort of see it. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, there was this beautiful, beautiful, like divine love energy at this place of sanctuary on the big island. And we worked with it. And then I opened up to channel because by this point I'd learned to channel and Sarah came through and it was such a shock. It was such a shock because like I said, I didn't believe in her. I obviously I knew that she, you know, I'd heard that. Mary Magdalene, yes, she had had a daughter and she was called Sarah. Um, but she wasn't someone that I personally had ever thought, oh, yeah, you know, I must work with her or anything like that. But I, ch- I opened up to channel and then she was. And you know how it is, Lee, when you open up to channel, <laughs> you get who you get, don't you? Yeah, you get like, who you get. And, and, you know, there was this group group of very nice women waiting for me to channel something for them. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Can I say this? And I thought, well, if I don't, nothing much is going to happen tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so who were so you, who were you working with? Rachel, who had you been working with? Well, so, so, so each week I'd opened up. So we'd worked with like um, the goddess of the sea. And, the, you know, there's so many beautiful Hawaiian deities. Hiaka, who's Pele's sister. And um, I think it's Namaka. Namaka, who's the goddess of the sea. And so I expected another Hawaiian deity mm-hmm. to come through. And it was Sarah. It was that, Sarah. That turned out. And she gave a channel in about love is the key. Love is the key to everything. And it was just beautiful, this energy. And I, but I was, because I'd worked a lot with Mary Magdalene. And I also knew the energy of Yeshua. And Sarah was so much a combination mm-hmm. of the two and I was just like my god is this really happening you know and I went home and then I tried to go to sleep and I could just see all this green every time I shut my eyes because mm-hmm. I often see like different energies that I connect with as color I'm very color orientated and then she didn't go away <laughs> I just like <laughs> seeing green all the time and I was also experienced her memories you know because she didn't have the easiest life on earth there were some real traumas obviously in the in the holy family and um yeah I can remember I went off to a clairvoyant who I I trusted very much and I'd known for years called Edwin Courtney to say have I gone mad Edwin <laughs> And what was your what was your um, hesitation with Sarah or concern about that? Because you hear you're channeling other 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 beings. I mean, when one says they can work with Pele, that seems you know. I mean, I I understand that because I've worked with Pele. But to be able to, what was the concern about Sarah that was so much within your own psyche? Well, that's a really interesting question. I mean, my my instant answer, and I'm not sure this is the right one, is the rational thing to sort of say. Well, no one knew anything about her. There was no mythology um, or anything like that. But I also think, you know, like for me personally, I have worked like I've got a past life where I was in a psychiatric institution (laughs) as Mm -hmm. a mental patient. And, you know, and then I worked as a psychiatric nurse. So that is something I've been working through 
is that belief. But something in me found it much easier to channel goddesses of like Eastern Mm -hmm. persuasion or Hawaiian or the whole Christian Mm -hmm. thing, even though technically Sarah's not part of the Christian Mm -hmm. religion. I really struggled. I really struggled with Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's probably partially being indoctrinated with certain beliefs that Jesus was celibate, never married, never had children, died on the cross and that whole story. I don't know. I don't know because, I mean, I was brought up in the Church of England and my dad, who was a total atheist, he thought religion caused all wars and should be got rid of. He actually took us to Rendler Chateau when I was 15. Yeah, in the 80s, he read the Holy Blood and the Holy Grail and he was like, he was just fascinated Mm -hmm. by it. And he took us there. And at that age, you know, I, as I said, I didn't believe in anything, but I had like spontaneous past life regression to Mm -hmm. being a Cathar when we went to one of the castles and was Mm -hmm. crying my eyes out there and not knowing why I was doing it. And again, I thought I was just being crazy. I mean... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it wasn't until my mum died and like it opened me up and made me accept like all those weird experiences I've been having all my life. They were all true, actually, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, that's at heart, you know, I have a deep core of scepticism. <laughs> and I think that's the thing with Sarah. It's like I had to get over that. Now, do you recall being a part uh, in that lifetime with with the Holy Family 2,000 years ago? Do you have any remembrances of that? Or, or what? What? why do you think Sarah's coming to you now? Well, I feel like I've known her very much in different lives, not necessarily that life. I feel her at different places. I feel her in Ireland. I feel mm-hmm. her in Malta. Um, what other places? Iona. There's, there's a lot of places around the world where I feel her, Scandinavia and Eastern Europe. There's a mm-hmm. lot of places I feel her really, really powerfully, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I do I do believe that she's had very significant lives at other times as well where she's been planting seeds in the earth and that she's really been a magical adept and healer, mm-hmm. really powerful healer. So... I mean, the memories I've had from around that time, I was actually in Avalon in in, in Britain and that um, I met definitely Yeshua there and Mary Magdalene like later on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've not had memories like directly from that lifetime of meeting Sarah, but she's like, because there's been lots of times where I've wished I wasn't channeling her. Uh-huh. I was channeling somebody easier because she's also very challenging to to work with. Um, and in those times when I just tune into her energy, I just go, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she does. She feels like a sister. She feels like uh-huh. a, she has that. And, and that's how she comes forward. She comes through as a sister and uh-huh. guide and teacher and mentor. So she's not there to tell you what to do. She's there to walk by your side. Yeah, but yeah, very catalytic, her energy. She really sets off reactions in in people. So she's for people who really want to transform their lives. Yeah, but but I feel, uh, 
the work she she's taught me that she's come here for the age of Aquarius that she's an ascended master like for our times or if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't like the word ascended master because it's not for everybody you can just leave that out but she is like a light being for our for our times specifically for us coming into our own mastery now and stepping into our own power and I, and I like that because she has the energy. She's not held back, actually, by any baggage or any mythology. No one can really own her. No, she's a she's her own. Uh, she's her her own uh, uh, true spirit. I mean, she's yeah. yeah, she's a she's a she's uh, a free spirit. Free spirit. That was the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, completely free. Completely free. free. Yeah. Well, this was leads me into it. There's a lot of questions I have, but um, this is interesting for me personally. Because you say in 2023, the Theros flame will be anchored into Earth plane fully, just like um, the energy of the Magdalene and the Christ. And as you know, you know, uh, this is what the premise of my book, Divine Union, is about, of the anchoring their energies here on the Earth plane. And so um, I know we, sh- you probably remember this, I assume, but. Um, I finished channeling 24 transmissions of Sarah three years ago. I talked with you about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's still sitting there. Okay. And so I'm like, am I going to finish the Sarah story? And it's been sitting there for three years. But my Divine Union book sat for a while until I went to Mount Shasta, went to actually to an etheric temple of the Divine Union from Talos. And I got reactivated into that uh, temple that finished the book. And so when I saw this and you said, Oh, her anchors, her energy is going to be fully anchored into 2023. I go, huh, is this why my book has been on hold for three years? So I'm not, I'm putting you on the spot here. I want to know the answer, Rachel. (laughs) Do you think about about that from from time to time? Because you have, you know, you have the first chapter on your website. And, you know, I love reading that because it is. I I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. You have the, you have chapter the first chapter of that's those sarah um transmissions on your website Uh and i loved reading that because when i read it it was just like oh this is such sarah energy coming through so i've been really interested to to see when the rest of it is is going to come along and i have thought about it from time to time and i was thinking about it tonight actually because this is one of the things i wanted to talk about so so last year in Glastonbury a group of us worked remotely to anchor Sarah's violet flame she Mm -hmm. has a temple on the tour in Glastonbury orchard and we anchored that and she had laid a seed there like aeons ago now there's three aspects to this flame but in divine truth it's in oneness Mm -hmm. But for us to work with it as people, it really helps us to break it down into the three. But it's an illusion that it's in three, but it, but it helps us. And it also helps the process of anchoring it on the earth. And so the first one is Sarah's violet flame. The second part of it is the white flame of divinity. And then the third is the green flame of manifestation. So I started getting really obsessed with Santa Marie de la Mer in the mm-hmm. last week. Oh, I want, I want to go back there again. Yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well, if I can. That is a special place. 
Yeah, I, yeah. And the thing is, the interesting thing is, like, I've always known it's there. And like, mm-hmm. you know, logically in my head, of course, I want to go there. Mm-hmm. But it's never pulled me mm-hmm. until the last week. And suddenly, it's like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm just obsessed <laughs> with the energy right now. And it's because of this white flame. So the white flame is the second aspect. And it kind of represents Sarah's angels, but it also is the same vibration as the divine spark, which we have within us. Mm-hmm. And it's going to anchor at Santa Marie de la Mer and here in Denmark as well. And both of those places have connections to springs. So so I was like reading up on all the history I could find about Santa Marie de la Mer. And because this is the legend of, you know, Mary Magdalene arriving on the shores of France. Mm -hmm. And in that time, it was called, let me see if I can find it. It had a Latin name and it was a holy spring that was there. And it was named the Mothers. It was a triple aspect goddess that was there. And it was named the Mothers called And it's something we don't have any clear mythology about. Because I was like, because, you know, I love goddess stuff. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I've never heard of them before. And it's because we don't have any clear mythology about them anymore. But there's 1,100 altars and plaques and things all over Europe to them. But it's a triple aspect, which is really interesting because there was three women that landed at Santa Maria de la Mer. So we have that triple thing again. And Sarah always comes in threes. The number three is always like coming up with her. But it's really interesting because the town had this, this Latin name and it actually meant, can't, I can't find it in Latin, but you can see it on Wikipedia. It actually meant the town of Ra, as in like R-A, mm-hmm. like, the, like the, the sun god, like the Egyptian yeah. sun god. And it's yeah. like... Wow. But I was reading about it on Wikipedia and it said that place has been a sacred place since prehistoric times. So that has been a holy place at Santa Maria de la Mer since prehistoric times. And it's like, wow, you know, no wonder we're all feeling it like like when we go there. You've been there before? I haven't, but I'm feeling it now. It's just like the last week, it's like suddenly like come come alive but yeah you but you've been there I was I was actually gifted after my book Divine Union came out this was pretty wild I was gifted a trip to France by Mary Magdalene group um and we and um that was in September October of 2017 my book was published in um, May of 2017 and I was gifted a trip which was, was really wild um and I was wondering why I was on this trip and because it, I wasn't really gelling with some of the other people, but um, when I got to uh, St. Like, I never say it right. St. De La Mure, I had a vision or I had a transmission in, in the chapel and Mary Salome and Mary Jacob came and they said, we've been waiting for you. And that I'd been disconnected from the energy from the Holy family because of my time and lifetime with them. Um, Jesus and Mary Magdalene as Elizabeth, that I had felt alone because I my mission was complete and I had died and left th- these this family. 
and it was really powerful. We were only there a short time, but I want to go back there. Like it's really, really strong for me to go back there. And there's a lady here uh, in Florida that takes sacred tours to France. She was supposed to do this this fall, uh, but it's got postponed because of COVID. So it's the next year. But I feel really drawn to go back there and just to spend time there because I was only there for maybe a couple of hours. But I had that transmission which was really powerful with Mary, Mary Solomon, Mary Jacob, the Marys, that Mother Mother Mary sisters. Yeah. So it's it. it um, yeah, you'll, you're already feeling it, but just to be there and to, to feel it, it was like amazing. And of course, they honor Sarah. They think Sarah is the gypsy, the gypsy servant. And so what I didn't realize at the time was I said, no, the gypsy servant is Sarah. This is, She's not the gypsy. This is the real Sarah. And so they honor the gypsy Sarah. And it's like, no, this is the real Sarah. Well, can't find out. Sarah tells me. No, that's me in disguise. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's it's in May that they have the festival to um, Sarah and the and and the Marys from the twenty fourth of May to the twenty sixth. But I think Sarah's main day is is on the twenty fourth. So May is very much about Sarah's energy out of all all of the months not just because of the festival, but also for other things as well. So I have some spray here, if I can see that. I don't know if you can see this if I hold it up. Let me get it around the right way. There's a, this, is a, this is a painting mm-hmm. that Cheryl um, Hall has done. This is Sarah. And this is Sarah when there's a story that the Holy Family, including Sarah arrived at Glastonbury Mm -hmm. and she's holding a hawthorn, a flowering hawthorn. Now, in some stories, this is Joseph of Arimathea. So I think it was Joseph of Arimathea, Mary Magdalene and Sarah. And the hawthorn, it flowers in May. It's a tree of magic and of the elementals again Sarah is very connected to those but also so so Sarah is the expression of the sacred marriage she is the divine Mm -hmm. masculine the divine feminine come together in oneness the hawthorn tree has bisexual flowers (laughs) it has flowers that are both male and female Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, when I found that out, I was just like, oh, I knew this was Sarah's, like, tree, but now it's really her tree. Because this is in Glastonbury? Know. Yeah, that's in Glastonbury. So that's Weirial Hill, where she's painted. If you if you look up Cheryl Rose Hall and um, Sarah, she'll come up as one of the paintings, and she has mm-hmm. this beautiful, like, lilac-violet um, veil and, and robe on, and that is, like, you know... To me, that's her. That's the colour of her violet flame, particularly. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and then also I looked up the name of May because May is named after a goddess, Maya, and she is a goddess of growth and spring, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, that's really Sarah's energy. That's how I see her. I see her as this really bright green colour. And it can be anything from 
you know, the leaves when they first come out and they're that really delicious, like really light, <laughs> bright green. Yeah. yeah. I almost want to eat the leaves when I see them yeah. like that. So that really dark green, she can be anywhere sort of. But I mean, people see her in different colours. That's that's how I that's how I see it. So so I really feel like um, May is is Sarah's month, which is one of the reasons why we're doing this um, flame work. Yeah. And so you're doing a workshop. Is that is it on a is it on is it an online workshop that you're anchoring yes. Sarah's energy in? Is that? Yeah, so it's a Zoom call. It's on the 22nd of May. And if people want to go and have a look at it, if you go to my web- website, which is rachelgoodwin.dk, because I'm in Denmark, and then you just along the top, there's a little button that says Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. If you have a click on that, it will then tell you about the class and the times and you can book it from there. You actually book it on my online school. Oh, but, um, okay. If you can't make it, you can still join the call. There'll be the recording on there and you can still work with it, even though, you know, you're not exactly in the moment. I know people like to do things live, but it's not always possible with time zones. And I always try. I always try and make my my time zones, but you can't reach everyone. You can't reach everyone everyone. in the world. Yeah, right. So obviously you're much more comfortable with Sarah now. And is she is she sharing? Um, I just want to step back to that question about 2023. What do you know what that time frame is? Why that particular time frame? Yeah. So that oh, I'm glad you asked that because so so we're bringing the the white this white aspect down. It's only going down into the etheric. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. still not going to be grounding right down to the physical because. Sarah's energy, you know, is this whole evolutionary thing. It's the next step for us. So we have to take it slowly and we have to take Mm -hmm. it gently. And then next year, when the manifestation part of it comes, that will help anchor it. Because Mm -hmm. this white flame of divinity, it is so like angels singing, you know. It's so like, ah, up there. And we're just not ready to ground that yet. We've got to Mm -hmm. do it bit by bit. And then Mm -hmm. by 2023 we can anchor the flame in oneness like mm-hmm. properly so it's spirit mm-hmm. is giving us this this chance to go through it like step by step by step because of course as each flame comes closer each aspect of the flame comes closer it then triggers a clearing process in all of us and and you know the ley lines and everything the grids around the earth not the earth herself because she's already sort of a, as ascended as she needs to be it's us and it's the energies we've created on the earth because there's still so much more clearing mm-hmm. that we need to do which is why her violet flame came in because it just like it's it's in glastonbury this etheric violet flame temple and it is just pulsing out violet flame across the earth from that everywhere so that's probably why i wanted to go i wanted to go last year to glastonbury i wanted to go in may to glastonbury it didn't happen but was that when you were working with the energies last year i can't remember now it could well be it could maybe it was june it could have been i don't know now i can't remember but it was may or june Oh, okay. Because I was, we were wanting to, I don't know if you remember or not, but I did a lot of sacred site journeying with my yeah. friend Jared and we traveled all over uh, to Cyprus and Jordan and Turkey and India and 
you know, everywhere, Ireland and uh, that 2018 whirlwind that was after my trip to France. Um, and so we wanted to go to Glastonbury. It was like, you know, it was called to go to Glastonbury. And then it's like, I want, I'm called to go back to France. So that's why it's so intriguing to have you on here, to have your knowledge and your information because, you know, I'm being triggered, but it's like, okay, you know, why, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. And her, her energy is very, very present in Rennes Chateau mm-hmm. and around that area of the Pyrenees. But to me, it feels more her as a young woman, you mm-hmm. know, kind of in, the, in those sort of teenage years, sort of early 20s, where she's still quite wild and in mm-hmm. her in her sort of maiden years of that that real freedom energy I sort of have images of her like bounding across the landscape and like scampering up rocks and Mm -hmm. you know all of this sort of thing being quite a tomboy actually (laughs) and on your I'm going to step back again for another question but on your podcast are you sharing this information on your podcast and how is that being received I do, I do, I do share things from, um, you know, because sometimes I'm interviewing guests. Sometimes I get people to come on and interview me. And sometimes me and the guests talk about these things because, you know, I tend to, I tend to like think it's a really good idea to ask people who are interested in Sarah (laughs) so that I can get some good Sarah conversations going. So, you know, things are getting disseminated bit by bit and, you know, I send things out on Facebook and in my newsletter. Um, Yeah. And yeah, people take it, people take it, people take Mm -hmm. it really well. I mean, I think people who are more looking for a perhaps traditional version of Sarah, maybe they go away and look and look somewhere else because mm-hmm. I think I'm always expanding the boundaries of like how we imagine her mm-hmm. to be and that might be challenging for some for some people but no I, I it's it's people just connect to her and just get this you know it's like so I was interviewing Mary Tobin earlier for the podcast it hasn't come out yet but she she channels Mary Magdalene and she has a blue rose healing um website Mm -hmm. and talks about the blue rose lineage and it's just like people connect to that blue rose image and they just something in them just goes like that and it's the same with Sarah you know it's just like just hearing the name starts to invoke Mm -hmm. the energy and then they start to look for stuff about her and there's not much so, you know, that's where people find me. Yeah, I know more and more people are interested in her. And so, um, you know, even when my story came out and there's pieces about Sarah, you know, in my book, people, they didn't know, you know, know much about Sarah. So they were eager to learn about Sarah. So uh, I thought I'd have this, you know, written and out by now. But I know that everything ha- comes in divine timing. So it makes so much sense now to know that her flame is coming and that the energy is being taken slow. So I don't have to maybe beat myself up so much. But uh, you're such a good resource here to to help me to shift my perception about this information. <laughs> because, you know, you can't do it all by yourself. I get what I get and you get what you get. But, I, you know, you're really, really helpful. Oh, thank you. Exactly. And, and, you know, really, I see myself as an energy healer. You know, that's what I do. I work with the energy and to me, you know, I'm always, and Sarah's teachings as well, like as a wisdom keeper, I guess. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, so much of my stuff is about the energy work and getting people to connect to that energy and initiating them into these energies. And, you know, there's other people like you that come along and say all about the story. And, you know, I might say a bit of this and a bit of that, but that is not my primary role. My primary role is powering through these energies that we need. You know, I act as a bit of a a portal for the Mm -hmm. earth and for 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 other people and it's like I'm just part of the puzzle you know yeah it feels like you um it feels like you go you you anchor her energies you go where she goes or you you you're in alignment with her energetically into these timelines where she's anchored her energy and you're accessing these different like Glastonbury or into France and you're able to somehow be reawakened and reawaking other people but you go into that energy frequency into these ley lines and then you're just like I feel like you're being sparked open exactly and it's like I feel in some ways I'm working with a really small piece of it but really really intensely like Mm -hmm. this flame this violet and this white and this green because last year I put together at the bequest of one of my students, she asked me if I would put together a healing system. And I was like, oh, oh, I could so do that. I've got so much material. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. I've put together a healing in the angels healing system now where people are initiated into like that white energy and the violet flame energy and then this green manifestation energy. And it's been really amazing for me. Like so I've taught 13 people now I love that number love that (laughs) goddess number I've taught 13 people now and then they're giving you know they give me healing sessions as well and I so experience it and it's like oh it's just so magically I'm like this is really this is really happening and because it is all about us like going up and getting those finer particles of our higher Mm -hmm. selves and then bringing them down and weaving them into our physical body and this is where Sarah comes in she like bridges that gap Mm -hmm. and she's just a a magical mistress of the weave completely and that's that's what this healing system does and it's just just doing that has just been I think one of the most magical things I've ever done in my life and people people can go and have a look at that I'm teaching that again in um in September and then I, I mean the thing is I have all these projects going on I'm like I should do less I should really I should really do less because we also have on mm-hmm. Facebook we're opening up Sarah's um temple of the sacred flame mm-hmm. because it feels like we need to create like this this temple space where we come together and work with this flame this holy space because there's so many people like spread around the world who are connected to this. We need a place where we can come together mm-hmm. and bring these, help bring these energies in by holding sacred space. So that's that's also something I'm doing this month. I'm doing a free like activation of Sarah's sacred flame. And it's going to be an echo of what's to come because in 2023, it's going to be grounded. But for now, we can mm-hmm. sort of hold it in that sort of space that is outside of time and space and I think that's it I've always been able to experience Sarah like before she's happened yet (laughs) (laughs) because obviously you know she's coming from an ancient lineage and she was long Mm. ago when she had that particular life but she's still not fully grounded here 
Mm. And when I first connected with her in 2005, she was like an echo coming back from like, you know, when the, the circles of water spread out, you drop a stone in and the, the circles of water spread out. She, It's like that. I was like, she was coming back to me from the future. <laughs> yeah. So you were on the big island in 2005? I was. Yeah. What month was that? I think it was March. And March I was there in April. I was there in September of 2005 on the big island. Okay. Working with Pele. Wow. I, I mean, I've never experienced anywhere like Hawaii. The, the grid system around there is the most pure and perfect that I've seen mm. anywhere on the earth. And it is like there's certain points where, like, there's a little island called Lahua, and I looked at it, and it was like there's a point that's heaven, and I'm actually looking at it on like the skyline, and it's like I've never seen anywhere else like that. It's so uncontaminated, like energetically, and I, I guess it must be that thing with Lemuria, and because it's just the tops, the mountains <laughs> of Lemuria, isn't it? And it's just yeah, I it's love so it. Pure. But I have lived there in past lives. I've had really clear memories of being there in past lives. So when I do grieve, because I, I, you know, when I had to leave, because I went back again in 2008, when I had to leave, I had to go, I've had my time here and I have to trust that, you know, the divine is putting me where mm -hmm. I'm needed. But, oh, God, I'd really like to live there, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's interesting that you were there in March and then I was there six months later when you said that. I go, hmm, huh, isn't that interesting? It was a really special time. You know, I do remember like big downloads coming in and yeah, it was a really special time, I think, that year. So Sarah's been sort of um, on the periphery, um, <laughs> sort of weaving her energy in and out, as you say, just to, to help to bring that balance. That's why, yeah, when you're talking about um, not, when you're talking about her energy weaving as, I don't mean to keep showing my book, but that's really what I wanted when I had this book with yeah. the Divine Union. I, I found this picture uh, from an artist in Mount Shasta, California, and weaving the Divine Union of, of the Jeshua and the Magdalene energies together. And, and again, that's the the uh, the energy of the Holy Grail. The missing Holy Grail is, is what Spirit tells us about that in terms of holding that chalice. We're holding that chalice for the rebirth. And so... Um, yeah you're helping me put some more dots together so thank yeah. you thank you thank you yeah and, and also so the other day because I have been doing a lot more interviews recently because Sarah just suddenly got hold of me and just went get me out there <laughs> Which is, you know, it was like okay okay and and but we were talking more from like a, like a, a sacred feminine empowerment perspective mm -hmm. and you know I was saying that you know so Sarah's the next step and it is really wonderful all the goddess work people are doing and the divine feminine but Sarah's the next step mm -hmm. and the next step is to like bring the divine masculine into mm -hmm. balance and you know union with the divine yes. feminine it's not enough for us to just be strong in our, our goddess power we need to honor yeah. and respect and love the divine masculine again because you know I have some theories that I never really hear other people saying but I suspect that the, the goddess time maybe wasn't as utopian as we think mm -hmm. it might have been mm -hmm. because 
you know, things swing in swings and roundabouts, don't they? And women and men, we're all the same. We're not all perfect and they're all terrible. We all have our own issues. We've all been women and men. Humanity carry the wound together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's time for us to let go of resentment and blame, really. We, yes, you have to be angry about things that need to be angry and then get on to the get on to the next bit mm-hmm. and and we've really lost our sense of the divine masculine and you know I don't I don't think I'm the person to bring that back but you know the men the men need to do that mm-hmm. but I have been working a lot with my sort of divine masculine I was um given a tunneled symbol for Yeshua and I've been working with that and it has helped me so much oh my word and I was so resistant to doing it because left to myself, I will stay in the divine feminine energies because mm-hmm. I love them so much. And they're so mm-hmm. familiar to me. It's really going outside of my comfort zone to work with the divine masculine. But I know that I can't work with Sarah and get away with that. <laughs> you know, she's not going to leave me to just wallow in my divine comfort feminine zone she's like no come on you know you have a divine masculine side as well and now I'm 50 I think spirit think it's time that you know I I got on with owning that and also I think it's very difficult to truly express your gifts out in the world and build form without Mm -hmm. owning your divine masculine side you you kind of need that dynamic you know activity so so that's been that's been um, a powerful journey. But yeah, I think Sarah's here to help us with that next step. Yeah, because that's as you know, I, as she shares with me, it's about um, stepping into that balance. Everything's about balance, balance, balance. And so I'm working with the Atlantean energies right now to help clear those distortions from that imbalance from Atlantis. Um, and so it's always interesting all this focus of how this interweaves. But I'm thinking, okay. Uh, I'm working with this Atlantean energy right now. That seems to be the focus. Perhaps once that gets cleared, because I've been doing some ceremonial work and um, putting the information out on my Mary Magdalene calls every Monday. And today I did another powerful one, um, working with the golden dragon energy of bringing the balance back. But yeah, it's about weaving that balance and not um, back in the 60s, you know, the women were the women livers burning their bras, you know, and now we're in 2021 and now we're understanding, okay, this this is a different way to hold your strength. Um, For me, I always envision that strength of um, divine balance. For me, I always feel that energy of Mother Mary, you know, that energy of strength and compassion as you merge that strength and compassion of being able to receive, but also to have in that strength and the courage like you're doing to put all these teachings out, to go forward and to share this and to give it out to the world. We receive and we give, you know, with receiving and then disseminating, having the strength, having the courage. So I commend you because I know your life challenges have been difficult. Uh, I don't know where you have the time or the energy or the positivity, uh, you know, with all that you have to do with, you know, with your home. I'm like, gosh, she's doing so much. I feel like a slacker when I look at your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, we do have, you know, we do have our challenges with, you know, Benji's eight now and he, you know, he's a special needs boy and, um, you know, all the, all the other things about moving country, but it's because 
that work that I do, that's my joy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It makes me so happy because like left to myself in my own space, I don't mm-hmm. connect up in such a powerful way as I do when I'm teaching, when I'm channeling, when I'm doing services, you know, that's when it gets really, really good. So spirit kind of know they've got me, you know, because it's like, I want it. I want it. I just love it so much. Yeah. And you're such a pure soul, you know, that's what I don't even know. I can't remember how we found each other, but I'm just so grateful. And it's like, oh, you just feel like a sister and a spirit, you know, a, a pure soul, sister spirit to me that you're just, just doing this work from the purity of your heart and it's such purity. So um, Sarah must have knocked on the door because all of a sudden it was like, why haven't I asked you to be on the show? I don't I don't know. But I guess it was time. Uh, Sarah was knocking on the door going, have Rachel on. And, and I also want to, you know, I catch myself calling you Sarah instead of Rachel. It's like, I'm like, oh, no, it's she's not Sarah. She's Rachel. But I, I will, you know, you're holding the essence. And so I keep calling you I Sarah. It, it happens a lot. So, yeah, don't don't worry about it. I I know I'm me. <laughs> it's because, like, you know, and especially like, like I've, I lit a candle to her when we started. So I've brought her in. So she's mm-hmm. very tangibly there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's, I think that's one of my my gifts and I think this comes down through my ancestral line it feels very much in my DNA mm-hmm. I can electromagnetically transmit mm-hmm. energies out and that's not anything I've done you know it's just like I was kind of born that way and it's got its pros and its cons you know mm-hmm. like all things but I also think that's why it's because she comes in and she's sort of going boom 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 like beaming mm-hmm. out to everybody yeah and I don't know if you did something with the color of your hair, but I do see green in your hair. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know. That. No, I haven't done anything tonight. Oh, okay, because yeah. as I'm looking at you, yeah. I'm seeing. You know, you're talking about that lime green or the 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 the, the, the um the green of new leaves of new life. You know, yeah. on trees or plants, I'm yeah. seeing this green in your hair. So apparently, Sarah's emitting this green flame or the green yeah. resonance she is coming through really strongly at the moment because there are times where she sort of dies back and gives me a break <laughs> but at the moment she's on she's on full throttle and I think that's because you know there's there's this big push at the moment to like birth this mm-hmm. this, this new energy down to the etheric yeah yeah it's really time um we only have a maybe about 10 more minutes left or so um was there something that Sarah wanted to share? I'm not trying to put you on the spot for channeling, but there was, was there something that Sarah, Sarah wanted to share that I haven't asked you, or did you want to give a little message, or what were you feeling? Yeah, I'll tune Rachel. in. I'll tune in, and they're usually very short the messages that she brings through. But it's nice for people to experience the energy. And you know, when I channel Sarah, it's not just the words that come through; it is like an energy matrix coming mm-hmm. out. So, for the people that are listening, if you just kind of close your eyes and if you want to take the energy feel yourself being receptive and also you might even get your own little bit of information that quite often happens so I'll go quiet for a few moments and then when I'm talking it will be Sarah coming through (laughs) and we won't lock you up in the psych unit (laughs) I know isn't it lovely people are pleased these days (laughs) and I can hear voices (laughs) it's safe out there (laughs) okay
Welcome, I am Sarah. My blessings are upon each and every one of you. As I speak from this side of the earth, spring is truly upon us and all of the blessings that come with it, the chance of something new, new life, new growth. So I am a good person to call upon when you have new projects in your life that you perhaps feel need a little bit more power and oomph. I will gladly come along and give that energy. I have the power of bringing spirit through to the manifest world. And this is not my power in truth, but rather an aspect of the divine that I am an archetype for. I am a face for an energy colour, whichever way you want to describe it. You can call on me even to help your garden grow out in nature. You can ask me to bless the water that you pour on your house plants. You can bless the water you drink to help you grow or your children grow or your pets grow in those times where change is needed and perhaps you wish for the fresh, verdant energies of spring. I am Sarah and I am here specifically as mankind blooms into a new era of growth. It is time to cast off those old shackles, those old beliefs, especially the guilt and the blame and the resentment and anger and bitterness. It's fine that it's been there. It's okay. It was right for the time. But now, now something beautiful and wonderful is coming for humanity. All things come in right timing, right time, right place, right being. And you are in this cusp now, this turning point. Can you feel it as I speak? Can you feel those blossoming starting to occur in each and every one of you? Those of you who have ears to hear, the light within you has already sparked, has already grown so much. My mother, the Magdalena, she will come to you and help you heal your wounds. She will hold you when you are in pain and suffering and give you so much love and compassion. And my father, Yeshua, he will light up that spark. He will fan the flame. He will make it brighter and help you have clarity to comprehend divine truths. And I, Sarah, I will help you bring it all together. I will help you fully fully embrace your humanity and fully, 
fully embrace your divinity. You have come to be all that you are. And so it shall be. Blessed be. Blessed be. Blessed be. I am Sarah. Those of you who have come here to work with me, you are ready to hear my call. And so it shall be. I am Sarah and these are the words which I wish to speak this day. Blessed be, blessed be, blessed be, amen. My blessings are upon you. And so it is. And so it is. I could feel so much like energy coming through out of me to everybody. So I hope that, yeah, people were feeling that because I was. <laughs> that was so beautiful. And I, you know, could really feel that sweetness. You know, I know that Sarah is really powerful, but I just feel this real sweetness. Um, perhaps that's a. Um, intermingling of your sweetness but it's like you know just feel the sweetness just this just this love that was emanating from you or through you from sarah so thank you so much for that yeah, it's uh, so honored to that we've connected it's been um just been a delight I'm, I'm really 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 happy for you you know i'm really i'm happy sarah said hey invite her you know it's like what have i been waiting on i don't know what's wrong with me but anyhow uh, sarah was knocking thank on the you. door so that's it. I think I think this was the time. And, you know, like you said, more and more people are getting interested in Sarah. And like I get so much more positive feedback now than I mm -hmm. used to. And mm -hmm. so, of course, that's had an effect on me. That's helped me bloom right. and be more open with what mm -hmm. I'm teaching and just feel really, really good about it. But there's just one last thing I wanted to mention, because I think it's quite important for people who feel connected to her. She has this sort of, so whatever colour you, you see her, to me it's green. She has this strand of green energy that she has been weaving in and out mm -hmm. for centuries and centuries and centuries. And sometimes it's up in the collective consciousness and sometimes it's down, mm -hmm. down deep. And right now it's coming back up. But there's been many priests and priestesses and healers and, you know, all of us sort of, people who walk in between the worlds that have connected with her energy in one form or another. It might have been under a completely different guise, but those are the people, many, many of the people who are being woken up by her call. And also there's a lot of people who carry a soul part from Sarah. So they're mm -hmm. a soul aspect of Sarah and they're grounding her energy as well. They're doing their bit to sort of get it, down into like the physical layers but I just mm -hmm. wanted to mention that to people because people can often feel they are her and mm -hmm. they get completely like what does this mean oh no does that mean I have to go out and save the world and perform miracles yeah. and it can be quite confusing so I just wanted to give those couple of ideas that people can take away and you know make whatever they make of them I thought it might be helpful yeah, I just connected with a young lady uh, that feels that uh, she's Sarah, and it feels like she's holding the essence or a strand of her, but I'll connect her to you. I'm going to meet with her next week. Okay. Uh, so I'll pass on the information, you know, your work to her. 
but we just had a couple minutes. Just go ahead and give your um, contact information. Anything that you want to say about any class that you're having? We just got about three minutes left. Yeah. Give your website information. Yeah. So, so everything's on my website, Rachel Goodwin, R-A-C-H-E-L Goodwin.dk. That's got all my classes, my online school. It's got the Facebook links. I also have an Instagram page, Mary Magdalene's daughter, where <laughs> that's got some really nice things on there. So you can just go on there and find it. Or I also have a book called Sarah's Little Book of Healing. You can find that on there. It's got lots of goodies. And also, because I do magical um, Norse shamanism work, say the work, mm-hmm. that's on there as well. And that's, that's really lovely, beautiful nature work. Very, very in tune with Sarah, to me anyway. Mm. Yeah. Well, you are an amazing woman. I'm I'm so happy that we connected, and um, hopefully, it won't be another year before we, you know, get to see your pretty face again. And um, just um, maybe you can tell Sarah to give me the boot to to get this work done because you know, it's still sitting there. It's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> see, where is it? It's uh, <laughs> it's it's in a green folder with uh, like 24 chapters. Oh, me! I'm just dying to read it. <laughs> I know. It's like, come on, Sarah, help me out. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> All right, I'll tell her. <laughs> oh yeah, you pass it on. Say, yeah. you know, kick me in the behind. You know, anyhow, it was, a bit, it was three years ago, April, and then I well, left. That it's, it's so lovely to see you again, Lee. Thank you so much <laughs> for inviting me on. It's just been absolutely wonderful talking to you today, and it's just the time's just gone like that, hasn't it? It is, and our time is up. Oh my God, this is amazing. This is so fun. I'm, yeah, thank you. I can, I giggle with you like a schoolgirl. So, uh, yeah, you've been fabulous. So, I, yeah. wanna, I want us to do a Sarah and Mary Magdalene and Yeshua conference sometime. All right. <laughs> we, we, uh, let me know and we'll chat about that because we're going to get booted off here in probably about one minute. But thank you again. And I'm, I'm just really, really happy for all your success and all you're doing. I'm, I'm really excited for you. And, I'm just so happy you were able to to be here, you know, on this day to share with us. So God bless you. And we will see, I think we'll see each other in France. Oh, yes, please. I would love yeah. that. <laughs> and our Glastonbury. Those are two. Yeah. That's where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So come on, Sarah. Ble- Sarah, many Sarah blessings. Come on, Sarah. Sarah blessings. <laughs> All right, honey. Have a great day. Thank you so Thank much. You. All right. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye. 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 This month's broadcasting is sponsored by ICU Dr. Lauren Love, ICU nurses, technicians, and staff in the Boston area hospitals. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.